the only thing that Americans hate more than Democrat or Republican is tyranny. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for today's episode of The Capitalist Investor. I'm Mark Tepper, joined by Derek Gabrielson. D, what's up, buddy? Hey, Mark. How are you today? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm excited to talk about Joe Rogan today. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's the news du jour, right? <laughs> you know, Joe Rogan, the podcast king. Oh, yeah. Inspiration for, for the little guys like me and you. Exactly. Although you're not little, you're like 6'5". <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what's going on with Joe. You know more about this than I do, but I did read the headline today that he is he struck a deal with Spotify for his podcast worth, I think, north of $100 million? Yeah, there are estimates at this point, but everyone seems to be saying $100 mil. It's not bad. A pretty nice little payday. Spotify, you want to pay us? <laughs> I'll take some of that cash if you're just throwing it around. But no, I mean, it, it, Joe Rogan is, he's got like the number one podcast, yeah, right? I'm, I'm seeing it's like uh, 190 million downloads per month last year. Uh, 8.4 million subscribers on his YouTube channel. 8.4 million subscribers. I think we have 8.4. <laughs> hey, and we appreciate all 8.4 all 8. of, of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, I mean, he's legit, right? I mean, yeah. he's, he's able to, you know, flex his muscle as it relates to which platform he's going to take his podcast to. Yep. Now, you said prior to this move to Spotify, the platform he was using was YouTube? Correct. And it looks like he had some beef with YouTube. They were censoring his stuff or something like that? Yeah, that, that's pretty much uh, the big headlines that, that came out of this. Is um, I'm not sure if it was his stuff specifically, but he is friends with Alex Jones, who is like a... Super, super, like as far right wing as you can get. <laughs> yeah. So again, that's not why we're here, not what we're talking about. But when that guy comes on the show, it's pretty entertaining, actually. But, you know, it's the, you know, basically conservatives on the Internet basically are saying that their message is getting censored or they're coming up with algorithms that are not allowing people to see their messages, their posts, their their uh, podcast posts. And it's been a whole thing for for a long time. That, that's undoubtedly happening. Oh, yeah. There's no question. I, I can get blown up by Trump haters on Twitter, mm -hmm. and those posts will not be taken down. They can say whatever they want to say, and those posts will, <laughs> yep. will never be taken down. Mm -hmm. Now, you go the opposite direction, and they get censored. I, yep. So I 100% agree with that. I, I've seen it happen firsthand. No, no doubt about it. And when you're big and successful like Joe Rogan, he basically said, I'm going to take my ball and go home. I want more control. Good. Good <laughs> yeah. for him. It's yeah. America. Yep. That's the beautiful <laughs> thing about America. <laughs> Capitalism, right? You give me a bad deal, I go elsewhere. Exactly. You know, that's, that's what he did. And he's got the power to do that. So, you know, I thought it was a, a very interesting uh, topic to talk about for really two reasons. You know, number one, obviously, the name of the show is the, the capitalist investor. So um, is, is capitalism at its finest. He started from nothing. I watched the clip today. He was actually on Tom Green's internet show 
in 2006 or seven, I believe, something like that. So it's a little depressing to look at. You know, it's only God. 13 years ago, but it looks like a completely different world. Oh. Uh, and di- Tom Green was a weird dude. <laughs> yeah. Remember that movie Road Trip where he's about to eat the mouse? Yeah. Yeah. He's a, disgusting. He was a, a niche actor. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Career fizzled out pretty quickly. Yep. Which yeah. is probably why he was doing internet TV in 2007. But hey, man, um, we're basically doing that right now. <laughs> but he made it cool. He, he was one of the founding fathers. So Joe Rogan went on Tom Green's show and basically took a look around and said, hey, man, this is awesome. There's no regulations. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about. We don't have to worry about the sponsors not uh, liking a, a certain joke that we tell or something like that. You know, this is giving us freedom to, number one, be funny. You know, they're comedians. Yep. And number two, say whatever the heck they want. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. You know, back in 2007. That's where basically the the idea came around for for Joe Rogan and and he took it and, and he ran with it. Yep. And turned it into, you know, one of the most successful uh mediums out there. Yeah. But what I thought was um particularly cool about what he does is he's willing to talk about anything. Yeah. Anything at all. The last one that that caught my attention he had the UFO guy. There was like a UFO documentary out. Yeah. And uh, he did like 90 minutes with this guy who, uh, you know, claimed to work at Area 51. Really? <laughs> yeah. I watched part of it. I mean, it's it's a pretty compelling story. No kidding. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Man. something you should check out. I'll, I'll, I'll check I'll it out. I'll with his name here in a second. I'm surprised someone hasn't taken that dude out if he's... Uh... That's what I'm saying. If he's leaking legitimate <laughs> secrets, man. So if you want to talk about Netflix show, I know his show's on Netflix. The UFO guy. The UFO. Okay. I'm going to come up with a weird dude or is it, was it pretty good? Obviously a weird dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he is extremely intelligent. You can tell. But yeah, I'll, I'll Google UFO dude later. I'll, <laughs> I'll figure it out. I really thought it was interesting that it's kind of very similar to what we were talking about with Elon Musk It's kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yep. You know, a couple weeks before this came out, he was, Joe Rogan, that is, was talking about basically moving to Texas. This is right when L.A. County announced that they're locking down basically forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, you know, a lot of noise on the Internet about basically the L.A. County Health Department wanting a cure to come out before yeah, way uh, to change the narrative on everyone. Yeah, just completely. Hey, hey, all we want to do is flatten the curve. Hey, now that it's flat, um, we're just going to wait until there's a cure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one's allowed It's ridiculous. So that that sparked everything. And obviously, Joe Rogan's okay. He can keep doing his podcast, but yeah. all of his friends are not. I'll, probably, I imagine, if you're a comic, it's pretty hard to get you know unemployment checks and, and benefits from, from the government and things like that. Plus, uh, you can't do what you love doing. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I don't know that any comedian necessarily. I mean, there there's comedians that make it big and they make a mm-hmm. lot of money, but most of them start off doing it because they love performing in right. front of people, <laughs> right? And now you're gonna not just taking away their financial benefit, but you're taking away what they love. Right. So yeah, I mean, I, I understand where he's coming from. Like you said, I mean, this is capitalism at its finest. And the thing that's interesting to me, D is I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan used to be a Bernie Sanders guy. Yep. So he was almost (laughs) anti-capitalism, socialism, right? Yep. What do you think caused the shift? Being told you can't can't work anymore? (laughs) Watching his buddies realize they can't work anymore and now saying this is ridiculous? That seems to be it, man. 
I think he couldn't take it anymore, right? The reason I think he is so popular because he's he's not pigeonholing himself into a a certain you know side or a certain type. He just takes the information and boom, gives an opinion on it. Yep. Right? He looked at all the candidates. He said this Trump guy he looks like kind of a buffoon. The other Democratic nominees he didn't seem to like too much. But here's Bernie at least talking about what he believes in. And and I've said that on this show before. Bernie seems to believe what he's saying. And Joe liked that. Yeah. <laughs> but once uh, Bernie, uh, it was clear that he was not going to get the nomination. I remember Joe uh, Rogan. Again, I'm just seeing clips. I'm not watching the whole thing. Saying, hey, are, are you guys really expecting me to vote for Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> like, is, is this what you want me to do? It's you know, I'm not trying to make light of a sad situation, but the guy seems to have difficulty putting sentences together. Just, oh yeah, without a doubt, it just is what it is. Yeah, at, at this point, and um, and this is without an audience with a teleprompter script and everything, and, and Joe is like, he's going to call that out when he sees it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he switched from he basically told his audience he, was, he definitely was going to vote for Trump over uh, Joe Biden, um, and then during this lockdown, he took in the information, saw what was going on, and says, hey. These restrictions don't make any sense. Yep. <laughs> Just shutting things down for the sake of shutting things down without any actual data behind it doesn't make any sense. Yep. My friends over here, they want to work and they can't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been really interesting shift to see kind of, you know, again, we talked about quite a few times the, the shift from from kind of a more liberal agenda into, um, I guess, more. Uh, conservative or more capitalistic, I think is probably a better word for the show. How interesting, man, because the trend six months ago was Bernie and socialism. Yep. I mean, everybody was jumping on that. Everyone wanted all their student loans paid off. <laughs> Everyone wants to make a hundred grand a year sitting at home, not working. Right. I mean, everybody jumped on that train. Everybody was, you know, slowly but surely becoming, now obviously we weren't, but you know, a lot, <laughs> lots of people were becoming Bernie Sanders supporters. Mm-hmm. And for Joe Rogan to be a Bernie Sanders guy and then to completely say, you know what, never mind. Socialism's not the way, capitalism is the way. Mm-hmm. These local and state governments are telling us we can't be capitalists anymore. Right. Forget it. You know, I don't care if I don't agree with what Trump says or how he looks uh, or what he does. I love capitalism mm-hmm. and there's no other answer right now. That's <laughs> yeah. just basically, I think, what he says. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's decided that he believes in capitalism and capitalism can only be achieved with Trump. So I don't necessarily think that he's, you know, a, a diehard Trump supporter where yeah. he's, you know, going to Trump rallies he's and stuff not, like that. Not, no. Yeah, <laughs> right. But he he's a capital. He's a fan of capitalism, which is awesome. Yeah. Now, do you remember, did he say that he was a fan of socialism in the past or did he just like that Bernie Sanders believed the crap that was coming out of his mouth? He was not a raging socialist by by any stretch of the imagination, but he just felt like he was the best candidate. To represent the people. So that that's basically was his position. Gotcha. Very, very interesting circumstances here with Joe Rogan. And I think it's great that uh, that he's realizing that capitalism uh, really is necessary for people to, to maintain these lifestyles. Yep. You know, in Hollywood, Hollywood is predominantly left wing. Right. 
even if you're not left wing, you have to become left wing if you want to make it in Hollywood. Either that or a Scientologist. Yeah. <laughs> one, or, one or the other gets, yep. gets you pretty far in Hollywood. So when these actors can't go back to work and make movies, are these just the first few dominoes to fall with regards to people throwing up their hands and saying, you know what, I reject socialism. I reject these extreme left-wing policies, even if they're not socialism, telling me I can't go to work. All of a sudden, I, I, I realize how important capitalism is. And there's really only one way to, to ensure that capitalism remains the foundation of our, of our society. I, I think you've already seen it, actually, with the L.A. Lakers. I think that was the first domino to drop. Because it must have been about a week after they announced basically uh, an indefinite lockdown, at least in L.A. County. It was hilarious. It was straight capitalism, right? They announced the lockdown in L.A. And then about five days later, the governor in Florida said, hey, we're open for business. You know, if, if you are a sports team that is displaced, come on to Florida. We got everything solved. Don't you worry about it. And then, <laughs> and then mysteriously, like three days later, Oh, the Lakers uh, are going to begin to to open up their facility. Crazy wow. how that works out, right? That is amazing. <laughs> I'm wondering if you're going to see more and more people changing their position like that, embracing capitalism. Capitalism is it's under fire. It really is. I don't understand why. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I think it's just people don't understand capitalism. Mm-hmm. They they think that. All the government intervention. Actually, they, they just they disregard all the government intervention, mm-hmm. and then they claim that capitalism is at fault. When, in, in my opinion, and I think you feel the same way, all the quote unquote problems with capitalism have nothing to do with capitalism. Right. It has to do with the government getting involved when they shouldn't have gotten in, involved. No question about it. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it was maybe Washington. There was a salon owner who opened her salon a little too early. It was in uh, Texas. Okay. Well, I think there were a few. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Oh, definitely Texas. And then I just saw someone on Fox yeah, who was. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. she. I think she just had a baby and she had to open her salon back up, got fined 14,000 bucks, mm-hmm. right? Restaurants in Cleveland recently reopened kind of through a phased approach where they had just patios at first. Now they are actually, they're open again, obviously with social distancing requirements. But, you know, DeWine kind of flew over top of these restaurants on his uh, murder hornet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, he saw that the, that the patios were a little too crowded. And now he's threatening to fine the restaurants and revoke their liquor licenses. Who does that? <laughs> Who puts somebody out of business? That That's stealing someone's livelihood when all they wanted to do was make a livelihood for themselves yeah. make a living that's all they're trying to do right it's unbelievable i mean what are you going to do as a restaurant with no liquor license go out of business that's how they make their money <laughs> and they're already only allowed to have 20 to 30 percent of the people in their restaurant right i mean mm-hmm. come on man back off and a now little they bit. want people to like basically hire employees to make sure everyone is you know the proper distance it's just not feasible you can't do that it's just what some of the restrictions that they're trying to lay down when I say they, it's the, the, the government, the, the local government here in Ohio, they, they just don't have really good basis for the decisions. Yeah. Like who came up with six feet? Like yeah. where, where did that come from? Right. So like if like six feet, three inches, we're good to go. But if we're like five feet away, 
It's ridiculous. So, you know, I understand. I mean, you, you've, you've seen Titanic. <laughs> you've seen it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my kids, they wanted to watch it a couple weeks ago. So this, it's fresh in my mind. But <laughs> when Leonardo's teaching Kate Winslet how to, how to hawk a loogie and right. spit off the side of the ship, mm-hmm. it, it can go farther than six feet, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you can still catch it from 10 feet away. But yeah, yeah it's just, it's arbitrary. Right. It's random, mm-hmm. right? Look, what you need to do is you need to set guidelines and allow people to assume a risk if there is a risk. This, that's how we've make, always lived. Let the people make their choice. Yeah. I you mean, don't have to, if you're scared of the coronavirus, you don't have to go to, to a bar. You don't have to go to a patio. I mean, there's obviously a demographic that's affected uh, more than, than the younger demographic. We should be protecting them. We should be doing everything that we can for them. But, you know, it doesn't make sense to keep, you know, 23-year-old you know, kids at a patio bar more than six feet apart. I have seen no evidence that 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 is going to make a difference. I don't think that's going to make a difference. And look, being falsely imprisoned is not fun. No. You know, and and (laughs) if I happen to go and, and, you know, grab some food on a patio at a restaurant and I see a buddy I haven't seen in, you know, five years or, geez, even eight weeks since we've been locked up, you know. You're telling me I can't go and give that guy a bro hug, you know, the half handshake, half hug, right? Mm -hmm. Come on, man. (laughs) You know, people need to use their heads. You need to have common sense and the government needs to stay out. Just come up with some guidelines Mm -hmm. and let, let people work with the guidelines. You know, unfortunately, if, if some people pass away along the way, they, again, I'm not trying to make light of this, but you know, the flu kills a lot of people and I'm not, you know, don't come at me and say, I'm calling it the flu. Right. right? <laughs> but you know, that certainly happens. And do you, what did you, you came up with a statistic this morning. I think you said the deaths in Ohio, like 70% of them are, were in nursing homes, right? which puts the mortality rate at like one gajillionth of a percent. Yeah. It was like point zero. I, I did the math on my own, but I just took out the nursing home deaths and, you know, if, if you live in Ohio and you're not in a nursing home, the chances of you dying from Corona were, it was 0.00003. Yeah. That doesn't sound very high. No. Yeah. So, I mean, again, we're, we're not trying to make light of this. We're just, give us some guidelines let in, you know, let, let us make our, our own choices. Yeah. That, that's really the important thing. I mean. And that, that's what capitalism is about. Exactly. Right. The government is an umpire, <laughs> not a participant. The umpires enforce the rules. They set the rules, right? I mean, that's fine. Just give us, just give us some guidelines. Some if you, if you want me to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. Right. Okay. I, I don't want to, but if that's going to make people happier and more comfortable, I'll, I'll wear a mask. If that's what's going to take to reopen the economy, that's fine. I'll wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are fighting it. They don't want to do it. I get it, man. I don't want to wear one either. It's filthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What am I going to wash it every time I wear it? <laughs> like it's. That could actually probably get you more sick. I have seen some stuff about that. Let's see, you go into the gas station, you go to grab a monster because you're tired or a detox water, <laughs> detoxwater.com. We're starting product placements now. Yeah, we need some sponsorships. So detoxwater.com. I'm not hungover. I'm just, I like this stuff. It's got like aloe in it. It's, you know, it's healing hydration. So, you know, send us some money, detox water. But, you know, you're going into the gas station to, to get a drink and you got to wear a mask and there's a bunch of other people in there coughing, touching stuff, right? You go out, you take the mask off when you get to your car. You don't necessarily wash the freaking thing, right? Like, right. 
I don't know, man. Uh, masks may actually get you more sick. Maybe I'm completely, maybe I, maybe I, I take that back. Maybe I will never wear a mask again. <laughs> now that I think about it, I've decided against it for health reasons. Anything else on this topic or should yeah, we wrap up? So we probably devolved away from our original <laughs> topic. Uh, what did we start off talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> but, you know, we, we got into there because, you know, Joe had had enough and, and that's really what capitalism is all about. And so he, I doubt he'll actually uh, move to Texas, but. But, sure but you know what? It. Capitalism is also about having the ability to flex your muscles. Right. Okay. If you don't like what somebody's doing, you need to let them know, I understand what you're doing, but I have a choice. I have options. Mm-hmm. And if I don't want to keep my business here, <laughs> I will move. Right. If you want to keep me, open your eyes and the lockdown, be a reasonable bunch of people. You know, it's sad to see as well, but I mean, people are already leaving New York City in droves. And yeah. I, and then I don't think those people are, are going to come back anytime soon. And it's a lot of the younger demographic as well. Yeah. So I've got an apartment there. I haven't been there in five months. Oh, geez. Yep. It's not a good situation. No. <laughs> yeah. So at some point I got to go back and get my stuff yeah. <laughs> before the lease is up. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see big changes like that. Yeah. But, you know, the, the I guess to kind of wrap up the episode, I do like that some people who have pretended, maybe not pretended, Maybe they just didn't realize how great capitalism was Mm -hmm. until it was taken away from them. They're waking up. Yeah, I think you're seeing it. I think it's a real, this is just my opinion. I think we don't like to talk politics on this show, but I think that the Democrats thought this recession stemming from the coronavirus was really going to hurt Trump. And I don't know if it's going to hurt him or help him, but I do really think that the only thing that Americans hate more than Democrat or Republican is tyranny. They want yeah. to have choices. They want to have freedom. And when that gets taken away, I think you may be seeing a big shift to uh, maybe even a new political movement. You don't even know. Yeah. Um, but but people do not like being told what to do with no explanation. And and I just don't think it's going to fly. And, and in no end in sight because the the end date keeps moving they keep pushing it back which is just ridiculous all right man that wraps up today's show if you have any questions info at swpconnect.com shoot us an email there d what's the youtube channel Derek g swp all right so that's all in the notes if you want to check that out as always thanks for joining us and we will talk to you next week